It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is our number three of VSIN Live Bet tonight. Come to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out on a Tuesday night. Still to come this hour, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, AT&T Pebble Beach pairings, the celebrity mm-hmm. little pro-am. That yeah, they going you know, on that's always kind of fun because everybody yeah. knows the actors and the entertainers and the athletes. And I'm, I, I sent out a tweet. I was like, Look and maybe look up some of these other names, you know, these these rich individuals, these like yes. billionaires and who you've never heard, you know, of. <laughs> like like, oh, oh, that guy's like the head of Morgan Stanley. So he's a multi, 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 multi millionaire. This guy is this hedge fund guy or this CEO. So it's always kind of fascinating to see these pairings and then to see like what their actual listed handicaps are. I yeah. remember uh I remember uh, uh, the uh, jazz musician Kenny G, who, by the way, is a really good celebrity uh, player. Yeah, shout out he, to Seattle, Washington. But he was listing his handicap as like a one. Now, he was very low single digits, but I was like, I don't know if he's quite a scratch. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was, I was like, but, he, but, he's, but he's pretty darn good. That's, I mean, if, if he plays that much and is that good, then, I mean, she's then, uh, of, of course, G, Of course, Bill Murray uh, is uh, usually paired with DA points. He is again. So Bill Murray will probably dive in a bunker yeah. or do something random. Yeah. I, I, His act, I, and look, uh, Bill Murray is a legend, you know, Caddyshack, Stripes, so many funny movies, but 
his act at Pebble does get a little old. It's gotten old. Yes. <laughs> it's gotten yes. old. And we love Bill Murray. He is yes. one of the funniest of, of all yes. time. But but it's a little much. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could go without it, <laughs> to be quite honest. But, hey, hope you have fun out there, Bill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll discuss the, the celebrity program uh, pairings. Uh, we'll also talk about the NFL coaching carousel as we saw some dominoes start to fall earlier mm-hmm. this afternoon. But right now in college hoops, Maryland has a 54-49 lead against Indiana. Spread and total have now been taken off the board. 7-0 run for the Hoosiers yeah, right now. Absolutely to trying to hang in. They've played lousy. So this isn't, you know, old Wes being a partisan here. But the uh, officiating uh, has not been the best in this game. Yeah, I mean, that was a foul there, but it's just, yeah. just annoying. The, the, the officiating uh, has not been good. So... Mike Woodson maybe needs to go like Fran McCaffrey from Iowa because Fran McCaffrey absolutely gets after these officials, mm-hmm. but he gets calls and that's how you get your respect. And speaking of Iowa, that is now a final score. Uh, they pull away from Northwestern. That is 86 to 70. I believe that is the final score tonight, actually. Or, uh, uh, I, I, yeah, this was the commemoration. I believe he died January 19th, 1993, but this was the first home game since this. So this is the 30 year anniversary of the passing of Chris street, who is a great player at Iowa in the early nineties was a potential NBA player. Uh, was killed in an auto crash, uh, during his junior year at Iowa. So that's always a special thing. I know they ran a piece on BTN on big 10 network. Mm-hmm. I do want to watch that little yeah, documentary. I want to watch that. Cause I've actually never heard of that. Yeah, now I'm like really. Chris Street was a really good player. uh, Played for uh, when Dr. Tom Davis was the coach there in the early '90s, and uh, you know, probably you know, arguably one of the greatest Hawkeyes ever. Yeah, that's sad that unfortunately life passed, but that's cool that they're honoring him. Yeah, uh, 30 years. So, so I mean, you know, maybe maybe a little bit of motivation. Yeah, definitely. So the Hawkeyes go out and get it done. TCU up 73-67. Uh, we're kind of in that territory where we're a little bit dancing on that line right now. Uh, 23 seconds left. Uh, the Horn Frogs ended up closing as two point favorites. I know you took the three and a half. I did. So you at least have a chance. Here yeah, yeah, hanging by a thread here with uh, six seconds left to go. I believe. Did they take a timeout here? I because, believe so. Okay, so uh, West Virginia going to need to uh, heave a three here as uh, 24 seconds left to go, or at least get something. Maybe play the foul game uh, that. Indiana, if they don't get stops, they may be forced to do as Maryland goes ahead and scores again. It is 58 to 49, a uh, little over four minutes left to go. Just a lot, a lot of, a lot of fouls for Indiana tonight. Just uh, looking yeah. at the box score and as uh, they, they've been whistled for a lot. I think they've already had a couple guys foul out Maryland, 23 of 27 from the line tonight, Indiana, 10 of 12. The foul discrepancy, 19 to 12, it doesn't look like much, but 27 foul shots to 12. That's the, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what you want to yeah, see. Yeah, they, they hadn't gotten a great whistle. Jalen Huchfino hits a three, so or actually okay. a long two, so 58 to 51. UNLV about to finish off Colorado State, 81 to 71, 19 seconds left to go. Dayton has now taken the lead over Loyola, 71 to 66, 225. And that was Hood Shafino's first points of the night. Yes. Yeah, he is he has not had a good night. I mean, he had that great game against Ohio State on Saturday yeah. where he where he couldn't miss. And it was like, okay, now you're starting to see him in the mock drafts. But sometimes when that happens. Start to fill yourself a yep, little bit. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're due maybe for a bad one as uh 
Maryland. Uh, oh, Got to go ahead and heave that. Oh, Whoa, what? no, no, that went off his knee, didn't it? Yeah, I thought that went off. That 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 should be red ball, but that's, that's what everybody does. That's like par this, for the course with this crappy officiating. Everyone does tonight. like the swirly finger thing. They're like, hey, got to look is, at the, got to look at it on the monitor. This is this has not been a good game for Indiana. If Indiana loses, they deserve to lose. But this yeah. this officiating, this Big Ten officiating, just. Yeah, it definitely piles you on. You know, you know, number one conference in the country for attendance. Uh, you know, first to really have its own major network, and it's got like this I, and, and these aren't necessarily like Big Ten officials. These guys, uh, and I think uh, somebody made the point to us last night when we were talking about officials. Yes, these are independent contractors, so they book their games. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know the bigger conferences want to use the more experienced guys, but. Yeah, this has not been well, good. I, I saw the guys on Follow the Money, Mitch and Polly, uh, talking about that early. Like it was, we're, they were talking about the, the the travel for some of these officials, like we were last night. And I think we, we both both shows we all came to the same conclusion of, hey, this is why you have bad officiating if you have these guys working so many damn like six games and seven nights. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's not going to be conducive to actually getting proper officiating. There's got to be a rule to where you need like two rest nights per per week. Yeah, I or think something. so. Because like and like like the point that the on Twitter that the person brought up to us yesterday saying that hey, well these guys, it's not the NCAA that's in charge, it's not the conferences that are in charge. It's mm-hmm. These guys book their own games, right? Or like like you said, independent contractors. You you shouldn't be allowed to take six jobs in seven days. I know. I I think uh, it's ridiculous. It's just terrible. <laughs> I and and I mean I know there's so many teams that you gotta have, but. I, I, I think it is out of control with this travel situation. You know, when a guy like John Higgins, who we talked about last night, mm-hmm. was in uh, Cal Stanford, you know, Palo Alto on Saturday night at a 10 p.m. Eastern game and then had to do a 12-15 game on Sunday in West Lafayette. That was Michigan State, Purdue. Like make it and make sense. Exactly. As uh, West Virginia going to give one more foul here. 75-70 to 70 TCU, 5.5 left to go. Horn Frogs look like they're going to get a big win without their star Mike Miles, and also Eddie Lampkin was out. Fade spot might be against TCU in their next ball game. Mm-hmm. Was maybe a game too soon on that. Uh, who do they have in their next ball? They have uh, they go to Oklahoma State. Okay. Who you know you look at their record uh, twelve and nine. <laughs> yeah. But is... but Oklahoma State's been competitive. Yeah. I mean this yeah, team's yeah, beat yeah. Iowa State. This team beat West Virginia. This team uh you know has some quality wins. Well, maybe we'll be catching some points in that game. Let's see if we get a miss here, and oh, we he do. Missed. West yeah. Virginia has a chance. Let's get you a get you a cover play. Oh, he's gonna run to the hoop. What? That's not the Loser. cover play. Wow, that is not the cover play. When you you were getting three and a half, apparently uh, Stevenson, who by the way helped me on Saturday with that win so, over Auburn. Shout out to Seattle, Washington. I know, I know, man, but <laughs> but but it's like that's the thing about a better. It's like you helped me one time, and then the second time you don't help me. Now you're dead to me. Well, going you know, for two. The, the reason why I hate that play it's because it's just a, a purely let me pad my stats play. Like, like and granted, the three, yes. the, the three, you're not going to have enough time to like come back. Mm-hmm. But you're down by six with like five seconds to go, and you're yeah. running to go make a layup. Yeah, at least put up a three. You know, like <laughs> my God, like, like what are we doing? Oh man, oh, you want to be a college basketball better? Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. It's 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 honestly. So he hits both. This la- this is going to land four. TCU is yeah. going to cover all numbers. Yeah, so they covered the numbers. Um, yeah, TCU gets a win, seventy six seventy two. Uh, 
I saw Eric Dick- Eric Dickerson. <laughs> I I've met Eric Dickerson. I I've seen Eric Stevenson play uh, mm-hmm. back in high school when he was at Timberline High School in the Olympia area. Yeah, up in Washington, a, a terrific player back in high school. He's kicking around. He's bouncing around all over the place. Speaking of officiating, I want to talk about this tweet before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, at David P. Jablonski on Twitter, uh, I guess apparently this is in Dayton. Uh, I think Ted Valentine's on the Dayton game tonight. A fan told Ted Valentine to retire earlier. He said, not a chance, and then said, how many Final Fours have you been to? I've done 10. That's totally Ted Valentine. As a, he, he has the... But, but one thing I will say for Ted Valentine, uh, and I, you know, I've met some coaches over the years in college basketball, that's the official when you're on the road that you want the most. Really? Because he will give a road team a fair whistle. Because he kind of likes being a little bit of the villain. Yeah, he likes hearing it a little bit. He's like the college basketball, like Joey Crawford. Yes, yes. Yeah. But he will give that road team. He certainly had probably would have given Indiana a much better whistle tonight than they've received. Yeah, <laughs> the official that likes to be the villain. He does. He does. Imagine that ego. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get out of the way, man. Why do we know your name? <laughs> just silly. Um, TV Teddy, as they used to call him, or they still call him. That's for damn sure. TV Teddy. I guess that's like the new Scott. Well, Scott Foster is the extender, Mm -hmm. is what they call him. When the team is down 0-2, He he must get paid hourly. (laughs) I thought they got a flat rate. (laughs) By the whistle is what they do. Yes. That's what I heard. But the the extender, when you're down 0-2 and he's officiating game three, look out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look out. As Maryland makes this an 11-point game. With less than two to play, so the Terps up 62 to 51. Hoosiers are about to score here to make it 62 to 53, but uh, Indiana running out of time as it looks like they're going to trip up here in what was perceived as a look-ahead spot yeah. before Saturday's contest with Purdue. We'll be back on the other side to talk NFL coaching carousel here on Veasan Live Bet tonight. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It's VSIM Live Bet Tonight coming to you from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside. Wes Reynolds here, and it looks like we've gone final in, well, not final quite, but it's almost been to be final in College mm-hmm. Park there, as Maryland up 64 to 55, about 20 seconds to play in that yeah, game. Yeah, this is going to be over. Uh, Indiana going to give one more foul, but uh, Trace Jackson Davis, 18 points, 20 rebounds tonight, mm-hmm. so he did his part, but uh, a night to forget for uh, Jalen hood Shapino. You know, sometimes you go from, like, the outhouse to the penthouse, as you say, especially when you were a college freshman, Jalen Huchipino had that wonderful game on Saturday against uh, Ohio State uh, in prime time on Saturday night. I believe he had uh, he was eight of twelve, six of nine from the three, at twenty four points. Jalen Huchipino tonight, one of thirteen for wow. for the for uh, your my Indiana Hoosiers anyway. Can't uh, say he didn't try. Also, also four turnovers, so uh, three points for Jalen Huchipino. Maryland was the, was the more intense team. Now, and the game, you know, they, they got more than their fair share of calls. Indiana mm-hmm. did not get a good whistle tonight, but Indiana did not play well. You could kind of see that they were disorganized and really kind of out of whack a little bit, and that's what happens. You know, you go on the road, you get a home team that's desperate. It's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten, and yeah. Indiana finds that out tonight, 66-51. Maryland and the under – is what's going to cash on the uh, tickets tonight. Good call by you on the under. So Hoosiers uh, will get Purdue uh, 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 on uh, Saturday. Uh, Number one Purdue, who, by the way, has Penn State tomorrow night. That'll be another spot. That'll be a tricky game (laughs) for them because Penn State's going to be coming Mm -hmm. with Micah Shrewsbury being the former assistant to Matt Painter, of course. Uh, You know, didn't feel like they got a fair whistle in the palestra against, against Purdue, so... I expect a pretty intense effort out of Penn State. 
uh, our old producer, Aaron Oster, who was a Maryland grad, uh, texted me just moments ago. Terps! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> notice he didn't text me. <laughs> he did not text you. I just thought I'd pass notice, that. Notice, notice, notice he didn't text me because he wants to live to see tomorrow. <laughs> I thought I'd pass that message along from here. He, he's he's like I I want to be able to show up to my to my to my job tomorrow because this crazy dude may like find out where I live or I think knows where I live. Yeah. So well, you know where he works. He's like I know he ha- I know he has my uh, my home address and my work address. So. Oh god, not, not not that I not that I would no, do that. I think it's all in good fun. <laughs> not 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 that I would ever declare vengeance. On somebody. No, no, we forgive. I, I, I am, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> we forgive. Uh, we are in overtime, though, in Loyola, Chicago, and Dayton. I haven't talked much about this game, yeah. just sparingly here, but uh, tied at 72. Dayton uh, minus 180 on the money line. Loyola, Chicago, plus 145. This was a this was a crazy bank shot from the wing that uh, that Phil Alston hit for Loyola, Chicago, to uh, go ahead and send that into overtime. By the way, uh, Dayton, what they close 14, 14 and a half, pretty much market wide. Lola has been in the number the whole game. So uh, we shall see if uh, if they can go ahead and get the outright win. That this not be a good loss for Dayton. This is a Loyola team that's seven and 13. That's absolutely mm-hmm. on a down year. But the fighting sister jeans not going away. Uh, also, uh, a couple other finals, Kentucky, Mississippi made it a little interesting late, but Kentucky gets the cover at seven and a half, 75 to 66. That's a final score. Boise State does not get the cover, but they were they were pretty tight with Air Force late, and they do get a road win. Uh, Leon Rice's club trying to get an at-large. I think you're going to get three at least out of the Mountain West this year. Yeah, the Mountain West, is, uh, it's been a good conference. Now, will they have success in March? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's been the issue. And speaking of the Mountain West, I believe this game did just start. Uh, mm-hmm. San Diego State 11-4 at the first TV timeout. They were playing up in Reno against Nevada. Nevada took a little bit of money. This was like three and a half, four in the overnight. And I saw some two and a halves out there. So uh, that game is about to get, uh, or that game is already underway. I don't think, I think it's uh, it's on the same network as the overtime game is on. So Yeah, so it'll, it'll take a little bit of time for us to get there. Uh, while we have some time, though, Wes, here, uh, we've got six minutes left in this segment. Eventful day in the NFL, mm-hmm. I shall say, because I think this coaching cycle, there's only been five openings because we saw the Broncos, Texans, Cardinals, Colts, and Panthers fired their coaches at one point or another during the season. Now, the Panthers, we saw that they hired Frank Reich yes. last week. I believe it was on uh, Thursday or Friday, one of those two days that they hired Frank Reich. And then we still had these four vacancies that were open. It felt like a lot of people were waiting to see what Sean Payton was going to do. Mm-hmm. Currently working at Fox as an analyst. He said he loves the job, but it was obviously doing the rounds, making the rounds, doing all these interviews with everybody but Indianapolis throughout this head coaching cycle here. And finally, the big domino has fallen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos have agreed to a deal, which means Denver agreed to a deal with New Orleans, who owns the rights to Sean Payton since they still have him under contract. So the Saints will now receive a first-round pick from the Broncos this year and next year's Mm -hmm. second-round pick, while the Broncos get Sean Payton and then also a third-round pick in 2024, as uh, I'm sure they're just trying to 
dot the I's, cross well, the T's, it, and make it, this thing official. It doesn't necessarily surprise me that they ended up with Peyton, even though it was rumored he wanted the Chargers mm-hmm. job. Chargers obviously didn't make the change. Yep. but job, job didn't exist. Yeah, but but I think the Walton Penner family, look, they're, they pay top dollar for that team. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't think that they were going to go get a coordinator this time around. They were going to get somebody with head coaching experience that is a proven, uh, you know, winner. And, you know, even though Sean Payton, you know, didn't win as much in his final couple of years in New Orleans, but they wanted to get somebody that's obviously been to the mountaintop and, and won a Super Bowl in this league. And now they do have it. Yeah, they definitely have. And Sean Payton, his resume, it speaks for itself. I mean, we saw it on the graphic for our visual audience. I'll read it off for the, the listeners here. But Payton. Uh, he coached the Saints from 2006 to 2011, then took that little gap year because he was suspended to the whole uh, bounty gate thing. Then he coached 2013 to 2021, but a uh, 161 and 97 career record regular season and postseason. One Super Bowl 44 against the Indianapolis Colts. Also was the coach of the year mm-hmm. in 2006, and he was kind of the uh, the big whale that was out there for the head coaching cycle. Yeah. Of everybody thinking <laughs> about what they would get, and and for Denver, like you said. This is an established coach that comes in, and I, I, I kind of mm-hmm. my mind goes right back to where we were this time last year when we saw another Super Bowl winning coach and Doug Peterson take over the mess that was Urban Meyer. Now Nathaniel Hackett was incompetent, but I don't think he was a jerk. Like right. Urban Meyer reportedly wasn't Jackson, right? So I don't think the situation was that dire like it was in Duval. I mean, think back to the Jags Chiefs broadcast. The way Chris Collinsworth was talking about, like, they said that, hey, Doug Peterson told us that that these guys, he wasn't sure if guys were going to show up for OTAs. That's mm-hmm. how bad things were with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. But the upgrade is still pretty substantial, going from Nathaniel Hackett, who looked in over his head right from the jump. We sat here and did the show week one watching them play against the Seattle Seahawks in that game and how that one ended to now coming over to a getting a Super Bowl winning head coach in Sean Payton. It's a pretty big upgrade yeah. here for Denver, at least on Yeah, Payton. I think so too. I mean, maybe if anybody can get Russell Wilson right and get him yeah. cooking again, you know, and, and cooking properly, not, uh, you know, leaving the fish raw and sending it up to Gordon <laughs> Ramsay and like where, where Gordon is like, Blank off. Yeah. <laughs> not making Get out of here throwing the raw sand, throwing the scallops at the guy and teach him how to make risotto. Yes. You know? <laughs> we'll it's amazing how they mess up risotto. I'm like, that that show's been on the air for like twenty seasons. They make that dish every single you, year. You 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 can't make risotto. You know what Gordon's menu is. <laughs> it's, it's scallops, it's New York strip, it's Wellington's, yeah. it's risotto, and they still mess so it still up. Still mess it up. But I do think Wilson now getting an established coach to help him kind of reset and refocus and kind of like, and I don't think he wasn't focused heading into this year because I'm sure he was, but clearly his play has declined going on about two years now. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is kind of the kick in the pants that he needs of yes. somebody who has credentials similar to him. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, this is not this is not Aaron Rodgers' friend from Green Bay. Right. This is a Super Bowl winning head coach who coached a quarterback that Wilson has always idolized and looked up to in Drew Brees. Right. And and Russ, I mean, you know, not as short, but certainly Russ is not like a big towering no. quarterback, you know, not the size of a Justin Herbert or somebody like that. But, you know, maybe they can get it right. I mean, we know that Denver is still a very good defense. Yeah, no. They... So, so, you know, but you got to score points when you're in the AFC West. Uh, Sumer Sports put out Sean Payton's impact on what he was doing in New Orleans. Since 2009, his teams went over their win totals I believe all but four years, so 2009 to 2021. Mm-hmm. So this is a guy that is used to exceeding expectations, 
do you now become a little bit bullish on the Broncos with Sean Payton as now head coach? I know the market at DraftKings, their Super right. Bowl odds went from 40 to 28 to 1. Right. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a holder mm-hmm. right now, necessarily. I'm not a seller, obviously, but yeah. you know, I'm going to wait and see because obviously a lot of people bought in on Denver in the offseason this time around. I was one of them. <laughs> it, it it did not it did not go swimmingly. It made me look like an idiot. Is what it made me look like. Thanks, Hackett and Russ. <laughs> Jeez, it's a god awful. Nathaniel Hack it. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, but Peyton to Denver, I think, is going to be really interesting. Not a whole lot of resources to work with with the draft picks that were needed to acquire him and Russell Wilson. But uh, definitely the much needed experience. I think that they need. Last time a Peyton went to Denver, they won it all. It's a good point. We'll discuss that on the other side and some more here on Beeson Live Bet tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Next weekend will be the last weekend of football, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and condition available at BetRiverSquares.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, taking in some of the college hoops right now in overtime. Dayton has an 83-79 lead against Loyola Chicago. 10.8. Yeah, they, they've had to fight for it, too. Dayton's been uh, kind of uh, swimming upstream pretty much the entire game. Uh, but Dayton uh, about to go to 7-3. and three. The leader in the A-10, by the way, VCU, they got a two-point win at Davidson tonight. St. Louis, uh, uh, seven and two, I believe. St. Yeah, St. St. Louis took a defeat tonight. Actually, they got upset at Fordham, uh, wow. seventy-five to sixty-five. So St. Louis goes a half game back. Dayton now seven and three. There's basically, if you, if you really subscribe to like the Ken Palm rankings, there's mm-hmm. like three in the top hundred: VCU, St. Louis, and Dayton. But nobody really up there, and that's why it's looking like the A-10 may be a one-bid league. But look, still a lot of things can happen yeah. over, the, over the next month. Uh, I certainly wouldn't see more than two out of this conference, but it's starting to look like a one-bid league. Yeah, it most definitely is. And uh, that'll make for a hell of a conference tournament, uh, most definitely for the A-10 coming up in March. Uh, during the last segment, we were talking about the NFL coaching carousel, Sean Payton heading to the Denver Broncos to be their new head coach, Denver sending over a first-round pick this year and a second-round pick next year. Denver receives a third-round pick next year. And, of course, Sean Payton as the head man here. And we were talking about just where does this put Denver in the pantheon of teams out there in the AFC? And and I don't think anybody's going to jump to the conclusion that Denver is a contender or anything like that. I think we all made that mistake. <laughs> not, not all of us, but some of us made that mistake heading into this season. I think the, the brakes will be pumped more uh, heading into this offseason, but Peyton is definitely an upgrade at one of the most important positions in an organization, that mm-hmm. being head coach here. Is, is this a team that you think could maybe compete with the Chargers, though, for the number two team in the AFC West? Maybe. I mean, obviously the quarterback is, is going to be the key. The quarterback's mm-hmm. got to play better. And, you know, I, I think that there's talent on that offense. I mean, they can always run the ball. Yeah. Denver's always been able to run the ball, but, you know, 
maybe not as effectively this year because they weren't a threat to really throw the ball down the field. And I mean, you have Jerry Judy, you have, I think some talented receivers and, and some talented tight ends. So, you know, the court, the quarterbacks just got to be much better. And then you're talking about a team that maybe is a wildcard team. Obviously Kansas city is going to remain the favorite in that division for a long time. But now what, do, what do the Raiders do in terms of their quarterback position? Uh, because yeah. the the Raiders, I feel like offensively, they weren't a bad. They were a good offense, mm-hmm. you know. Even though they're now changing quarterbacks, just too many turnovers at bad times. The defense, I think, got to get better. I mean, the pass rush is good, but if that pass rush doesn't get home, you can throw all over the Raiders. So, Denver and the Raiders right now, kind of three, four, I think, really in that division in whatever order you want to put them in, but. I mean, this is, I think, is at least a good thing for Denver. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's nothing but a positive. So, I think it puts them around league average. Yeah, or, or that's kind of where I. That's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, James Palmer of the NFL Network did put out this interesting note uh, earlier this afternoon, and he's making the case that Denver can be a quick turnaround because they did have nine one-score losses this past season. And I know with like the win totals and like the regular season Pythags and all those kind of calculations, oftentimes teams that have so many one score losses, or even if it's a lot of one score wins, let's yeah. say you Vikings, yes, if you had a lot of one score losses, maybe that regresses. Typically in the goes the other way. Yeah, so maybe this is a team that when the win totals come out, you may be circled. Now I'm sure there will be a lot of regression positive baked in due to the Sean Payton hiring. And and, and look, they're going to play an easier schedule. Yeah, I think it's a last-place schedule, isn't it? Yes. Yes, since they were last place in the division. So it could be something that where they bounce back just because the ball simply bounces their way this year versus what happened a year ago when they lost so many of those one-score games. So just something to keep in mind with the Denver Broncos coming up in 2023. But that was not the only head coaching change that we saw earlier this afternoon. The Houston Texans hired D'Amico Ryans, the former defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. D'Amico Ryans will now be a first-time head coach here playing or coaching with the team that he used to play for, the team that drafted him way back when in the second round. (laughs) And that's obviously probably a big part of the connection. But, you know, seeing that, it's like, what does it say about the Colts that (laughs) somebody would rather take the freaking Texans job than your job? Well, they're going to hire somebody that used to play for them as well. Perhaps. (laughs) I honestly Femi and look I, I I talk to people and in, in uh, you know I got friends in the local yeah. media what are the streets out there saying they don't freaking know they have wow. no idea what's going on my gut telling me about Indianapolis is that it might be Raheem Morris really that's my gut because he had like a, an interview that was like 12 hours or something what do you Jeez. talk about for 12 freaking hours showing him all the fine real Show, estate yeah man. you know jim ursay showing him his, his his memorabilia collection his music memorabilia collection maybe maybe that's it but i mean look i i've said you know repeatedly throughout these playoffs i think you need more of an offensive guy mm-hmm. i think more offensive coaches need to get hired than defensive coaches just because it's a different game now you know unless you're an elite dc like D'Amico ryan's i would consider on that he had one of the best yeah. arguably the best defense in the league dan quinn certainly you know he's been a for a head coach before probably has earned at least another mm-hmm. crack at bat yeah, here keep him as the cowboys dc forever well, uh, you know, they got another, they got another, another year. Yes, exactly. So, uh, 
you know, maybe he's just waiting to see if 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 Jarrah's going to drop the the knife on McCarthy at some point. But somebody's got to pick up the pieces. But yeah, with with Indianapolis, I mean, I, I I don't know what they're going to do. I know the most important thing for Indianapolis, like I was talking about with Denver. I hate to be a broken record, but it's all about the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out which one of these guys you want. Indianapolis drafted number four. So even if they stay put, they're going to end up with somebody, one of those top three, whatever order you have them in, Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. But if you identify somebody you want, maybe you trade up and go get him. Yeah. You know, don't worry about capital. It's like, we got to do what we have to do to get this guy. If Stroud's your guy, go, all right. Go get him. If Levis is your guy, go get him. If uh, Young is your guy, then go, yeah. you know. Exactly. So I'm going to be interested, but this Indianapolis thing, uh, you know, because I'm starting to see that, like, you know, what's taking long with the coaching search. It's that, you know, it's like that that gif on Twitter where, you know, the little boy is like looking at his watch and like or kind of doing the, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on here. But is that the only is that the only vacancy? Well, Arizona there? as well. Arizona. Arizona that's yeah. right. Who was linked to Sean Payton. I think I don't know if Sean yeah. Payton was using them as leverage or yeah. whatever. But uh, those are the two vacancies that we have. But on the Houston side of it, though, they do have the number two overall pick. They have, I think, a decent amount of salary cap space to go out and make some improvements. Do you think, as a first-year head coach, D'Amico Ryans can have success in the first year? And what does that look like? I think that and, – and look, one thing I will say for the Houston Texans, even though they weren't very good, there maybe is at least some character on that team because they played hard for Lovey. Mm-hmm. I thought they played hard m- pretty much almost every week for Lovey Smith. They just don't have a lot of talent on that team. And there was a lot of, you know, dysfunction in the front office over the years. I mean, of a lot of former players, D hop, JJ Watt mm-hmm. all pointed that out that there was dysfunction in the front office. So, you know, but now it seems like, you know, the Houston has had two coaches that, you know, were in their six, were in their mid to late sixties. Now you got a young guy with his first opportunity. So D'Amico Ryan's clearly going to be hungry. Not that the other guys weren't trying or weren't, but got a little more energy though. Exactly. And maybe can relate to these guys a little bit more and build a culture. That's just what you're trying to do in Houston because the culture has been absolutely corrosive. And Texans great JJ Watt, who's recently retired, tweeted this about D'Amico Ryan's. He played with him. He says, you want to re-energize and reignite the incredible Houston fan base. This is a hell of a start. Cannot wait to see what D'Amico does. One of the best teammates and leaders mm-hmm. I've ever been around. And that's what everybody says about D'Amico Ryan. It's not even just what he's able to do as a defensive mind. It's his leadership and the yeah. culture that he kind of builds around. A and I think, there and and I think you know, he can relate to the guys a little bit more. Be, yeah. You know, he's a little bit more of a contemporary. So I would expect Houston, you know, we got to see what they're going to build in the draft, though. You know, certainly they yeah. have their fair share of picks, but. Probably not going to be good the first year, but I would think that, you know, they're going to show at least a modicum of improvement. Yeah, no, it's an intriguing team in a, in a division to where I know Jacksonville won it, and I was high on Jacksonville heading into the season, but Jacksonville still has their own works as well. Tennessee, we don't know who's going to play quarterback there. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis, we don't know who the head coach and quarterback is. So As it, we it, always it, it, say, it's it the AFC South. It would not shock me. I mean, we saw Jacksonville do it last year, going from first that's overall. That's the thing. Pick it like feels it. like these teams are so far away, but they're really not. You're when not. You think about it. <laughs> You're not in that division. All right, we'll wrap up the show on the other side. It's Vincent live bet tonight.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. 
Welcome back. This is the final segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. Coming up at the top of the hour after us will be the Greg Peterson experience with our buddy Greg Peterson here on VEASAN, the Sports Bay Network. Make sure you stick around for we'll that. Some uh, Mountain West after dark yeah. is... Uh, 7.23 left to go in the uh, first half, 20 apiece with uh, San Diego State and Nevada. Kind of a big, I would say, a real gut check game for Nevada to prove, hey, we can gotta, compete gotta with it. the top yeah. level of the conference. I think we know that the Aztecs are going <clears> to <throat> more than likely be an at-large team, 8-1 and one in the league, 17-4 and four overall. Boise State, I think, has a very good chance of being an at-large team. We know New Mexico has been very good this year, 19-3, and 6-3 and three in the conference. But there's uh, Nevada there, 6-3 uh, and three in the league, 16-6. and six. Utah State also in the mix there. there. There are five pretty good clubs in the Mountain West. And UNLV, I think, who got a nice win at Colorado State tonight, kind of right in the middle. Yeah, UNLV definitely played well tonight on the road, mind you against the Rams out of Colorado State. In the NBA, Nuggets are up 85-77 on the Pelicans. Denver's a 7.5-point favorite on the in-game line. Total at 236.5. And looking at the box score here for this game, Jamal Murray is the one who's leading the way mm -hmm. here for Denver. 27 points. He is the high man with a 9 of 15 shooting. Nikola Jokic, 13 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. <laughs> Just... <clears throat> classic Jokic. We'll, we'll be talking about him tomorrow night as uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna discuss uh in a couple segments tomorrow the mvp awards uh -huh. market as we head into february not too far away from the all-star break that and, is a uh, market that i'm trying to corner yes and there's a couple guys out there that still have me a little worried but uh we're, we're looking all right so mm -hmm. far here in that mvp market we've made some wise decisions thus far so uh, hopefully everyone stays healthy. I have a little Embiid. I bought a little just like there, you did. There you go. There you go. The, the Embiid, the Jokic tickets. Uh, I have a little Luka, but uh, it's not an, anything to, to to write home about. But uh, Embiid and Jokic are the main the main horses in the portfolio. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's going to come down to those two. Like it has the last two seasons. I, I kind of think so, too. Yeah. So we'll talk more about that uh, tomorrow when we discuss NBA awards. But uh, right now, the Nuggets are looking good, 85-77. They lead it late in the third quarter. Uh, to continue with the NFL coaching carousel, though, Wes, uh, we do have the two jobs that are still open. We talked about the Indianapolis Colts in the last segment. Who are they going to hire? Uh, I think Mike, uh, is it Chappell or Ch uh, Chappell? Mike Chappell. 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 Chappie, the, uh, the dean of the Indian. <coughs> Excuse me. The dean of the uh, getting choked up. I've uh, been reading Chappie a long time. Putting some respect on his name. Chappie, uh, yeah, longtime scribe at the uh, Indianapolis Star. Now, mm -hmm. I believe, with uh, CBS4 in Indianapolis. That's the uh, WTTV. So, yeah, Chappie, the dean, he, he's he been here since the Colts, or been in Indianapolis since the Colts have been in Indianapolis. So He was saying, because I think he was asked about just his opinion on what he thinks might happen. Mm -hmm. I think he was guessing that maybe Brian Callahan the Bengals offensive yeah. coordinator could be the new head coach of the Indianapolis. I, I wouldn't be. I mean, that wouldn't necessarily shock me either. Uh, now, uh, mm -hmm. you know, my buddy Jake Query, who does mornings there in Indianapolis at 107.5, the fan, WFNI, ESPN radio affiliate. He was kind of the guy that was convincing me a little bit about Raheem Morris, perhaps. Mm -hmm. But I think those are two of the finalists. I, th I think Saturday will be a finalist. I ultimately don't see Jim giving 
that job, though, Jeff. <laughs> I, I just really don't. You never know. But you never know, man. It was his job to lose what Jim I, I, I think if Jeff was the guy, he would have already been given the job. That's I, my I, personal opinion. I agree with that as well. It's like, like what's taking so long? Well, maybe they're going to try to find somebody else that's mm-hmm. not Jeff Saturday. Um, now, how serious they're going to be about the enemy? Obviously, the enemy is now in the Super Bowl. Can, can, they can't talk to him now. I or can they? I don't believe so. I think it would be after. It'd have to yeah. be afterwards. Yeah, they'd have to wait. Yeah, they have to wait on that. And they, I, I don't know how much longer the Colts are going to wait. Because that's what the Atlanta Falcons did with Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Or sorry, the the 49ers did with Kyle Shanahan when when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, all right, we're not going to hire our guy until after the Super Bowl because our guy is Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and wait. And that was like the longest I think a team has ever gone without having a head coach. And luckily for the Niners, it's worked out for them. They have a pretty damn good team under Kyle Shanahan. But I guess if you want your guy, you'll wait for your guy. But right. maybe Biennemi is not the guy that they but want. But I, I don't – that's the thing with Indianapolis. Like, I don't know if there's a guy per se. Like, there's not one that just, like, jumps off. Like, I remember when uh, – all those years ago when, you know, Tony Dungy was their guy. Mm-hmm. He was the guy, and they targeted him. That's who they wanted, and that's who they got. And I just don't know, you know, if there's one that really stands out for the Colts yeah. right now. Yeah, no, it'd be taking a gamble on, on whoever I prefer an offensive guy, you know, especially when you're likely to have a rookie quarterback. Young quarterback, yeah. I think the defense actually is pretty solid for Indianapolis this year with Gus Bradley. I mean, they were just kind of like in they they fell down to like the top dozen, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like they were elite, but they they were good enough to compete. What do you think Arizona is going to do, the Cardinals? Because they've interviewed a number of guys. Sean Payton was somebody who they were linked to. Mm-hmm. Payton, of course, has now taken the Denver Broncos job. Dan Quinn has decided to stay in Dallas as the defensive coordinator. Frank Reich recently hired by the Carolina Panthers. Vance Joseph is on staff. He's done an interview. Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator, he's interviewed there. Brian Flores is a guy. I know uh, Michael Lombardi, who I do the GM shuffle with, also a former front office executive here, works at VEASAN. He said that Brian Flores could be because Monty Ossifort, the right. general manager, yeah, came, there's from a Tennessee. Connection there, yep. he came from Tennessee, but before Tennessee, he was in New England. Mm-hmm. And there's the New England ties with Brian right. Flores with that one. So maybe that's a name to look out for. And then Ajiro Evero. That's kind of one that I was looking at a little bit because one of the things I don't see is obviously an offensive guy. Now, that's kind of what happens. Like when one side of the ball doesn't work out, obviously with Cliff Kingsbury, it didn't. Then you want to go the other way. But you do have a lot of money tied up in that quarterback. So there's a part of me that has a bias toward offense. But of those names, I think Ivero, Ivero, by the way, uh, 42 years of age, of course, uh, was on the, the... the Rams staff prior to being the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator for Denver. So, uh, you know, has really kind of worked his way up, uh, you know, as, as actually he's only 42 and he has been a coach in the NFL since I believe 2007 huh. was on the Tampa Bay staff. So he's on the 49er staff was on the green Bay staff. Then the Rams was the secondary coach and like the defensive passing mm-hmm. game coordinator. So, you know, it's a guy that did uh, win a Super Bowl ring on the Rams staff, Super Bowl LVI. So he's kind of been one of those hot names. Now, is he going to be like that hot name that's like kind of comes close but doesn't get the job, but then next year gets the job like Brian Dable yeah. was? Or D'Amico Ryan's last year. Exactly. So, But Averro of those names was the one that kind of intrigued me the most, you know, obviously with three of them with Reich, Peyton, and Quinn mm-hmm. being gone. But 
of those four, he intrigues me the most for Arizona. You know what they should have done? They should have just kept Steve Wilkes, maybe. <laughs> that could have helped. Might have helped. Yeah, because it kind of feels like Steve Wilkes, who I know. He uh, got a raw deal in Arizona. That's yeah, and in Carolina. And you knew, I think you knew he wasn't going to get the job in no. Carolina. Tepper wanted offense. It feels like he deserves maybe a second crack. I know so. he was a one and done in Arizona, but I kind of hope he gets a second chance. Yeah. And I don't think that one and done was because of his own. No. Like, like that was a, a hard situation. They drafted Josh Rosen. That clearly has not worked mm-hmm. out. And then after that one year, they're just like, okay, well, we're done with Steve Wilkes because we want to bring in Cliff Kingsbury to pair him with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. I think Wilkes, I definitely agree that he deserves a chance somewhere because he's shown that he is a leader of men. He is the culture kind of builder. And mm-hmm. that's, I think, first and foremost, whether you're offense, defense, special teams, whatever, if you're not a leader, you could drop the best plays possible. Ain't going to matter. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. It's not going to matter. Yeah, you, I mean, you, be able to be a you know, the first, obviously, whoever's going to take that job is to, uh, you know, you can't coach Kyler Murray to be taller than he is. He is what he is. Okay. <laughs> and look, I think Kyler's a tremendous athlete. I've never been a huge Kyler guy necessarily because I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to sound like a lazy take, but he's small. He's not a big guy. He's a small guy. And he gets balls batted down. Size is a skill. You know, and, and you know, somehow you got to make that work. You've got some good receivers on that offense, but obviously Arizona, I think, needs help in a variety of positions. Arizona is the site of a Super Bowl 57. Will the Cardinals have their coach before kickoff between the Chiefs and the Eagles? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, they should. If they don't, With the media in town, at least uh, <laughs> to cover that, get yourself in front of them. There you go. That'll be all sorts of fun coming up next week. That is it for us. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Femi Abemfe. For our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew behind the glass, we wish you all the best of luck. Coming up next, the Greg Peterson Experience here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.